This podcast episode was brought to you and sponsored by Geek Squad Productions. Your one-stop shop for all your audio needs. Tap in. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Kilanda, and welcome back to another lovely episode of the Keys of Life podcast. I'm so glad that you guys are returning. If you are returning, you already know I fucks with you. Thank you for tuning in every Tuesday at 7 a.m. I know I've been kind of lagging lately. No excuse, so I'm not even about to give you one. And to anybody that's new joining in for the very first time, thank you. Welcome. Um, If you like what you hear, please like, comment, subscribe, and share this podcast, this channel, this is available on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, all the streaming platforms. So make sure you guys tap in with that and join the conversation. Now, for those of you who have been listening, this show is about life and its ups and downs, everyday struggles or obstacles or things that are going on in the world. And my initial goal for this channel was to bring awareness and to bring encouragement and inspire people to break past obstacles and roadblocks in their life, which I still plan to do. However, I realized that I wasn't necessarily being true to who I am and what I experience in my everyday life. You know, I name it the keys of life. Okay, so there's a bunch of play on words in the title alone, but I figured moving forward, I would tailor this channel and this podcast to people that are like me. And those are creatives, creators, people who create things for people to enjoy, people who put their heart and their soul on display for the world to see and being vulnerable or attempting to and I realized that I didn't I haven't been speaking much on how it is to navigate life as a creator you know I think we tend to latch on to a broader view of life But let's be honest, life has its compartments. You have people who are part of certain communities, whether that be the LGBT community, um, the black community, the Jewish community, the artist community, whatever. There's different communities out there for us all to be a part of. But I don't know everything. You know, I don't know everything there is about life. I'm still learning. I'm only 34. So I still have a good, I don't know, God willing 50 years to go to learn about life. But what made me or inspired me to pivot was to really think about how I feel every day. And if you've been tuning in for the past two weeks, I've been talking about mental health in a more broader sense. However, I wanna talk about what creators go through, what artists go through, or people who have a desire to put their art and their life on display and I feel like as creators that topic of mental health or you know struggles is not really highlighted it's not highlighted enough for me you know there are you know podcasts like Jay Shetty or 
Tony Robbins or Mel Robbins or Les Brown and, you know, all these other life coaches and motivational speakers in which they interview celebrities and and things like that. But I want to make it more personal for those who are on their journey to that higher elevation of their dreams. And I'll just start off by saying, man, I'm someone who deals with depression when it comes to my artistry. Growing up, I started tapping into music at 15. And I remember I was writing every day. I was downloading beats. I was rapping over them. And no one taught me how to write a song or construct it and arrange it. and every. I just knew what sounded good, what felt good to me. And I ran with that. And I became really good at it. And I'm a damn good hip-hop artist. I'm a damn good sound engineer. I'm a damn good producer when it comes to actually arranging. I don't make beats. But, you know, I know how music makes me feel. And I try to implement that and recreate that in my own way. But I'll be honest, every day that I live and I try to stay on that path, I feel like a failure. I feel like an imposter. I feel like I'm not as good as I used to be. I feel like my creativity is dwindling. I feel like I'm losing a part of myself that used to make me feel so alive. And excuse me if I get emotional, but I feel like I'm losing a part of myself. And for many years, I've created so many songs and attempted so many things, but because I've experienced trauma in my own musical career, when it comes to friendships and bonds and you know people saying you know we're going to we're going to do this we're going to make it to the top together and then all of a sudden they're nowhere to be found or they kind of forget about you and build other connections sometimes that can make you feel less and in, in, that can make you feel inadequate that can make you feel like maybe you're not as good as you thought you were and this doesn't just apply to musicians or musical artists this can apply to anybody Okay, whether you're a chef, whether you're a professional dancer, whether you're a visual artist, a graphic artist, whether you're a poet, whether you're an athlete, an actor, actress, show producer, whatever. I know I'm not the only person who feels like that. I know I'm not the only person who struggles with their self-worth. And it runs deeper than the actual passion that you have because the passion is there. But when you throw social media into the mix, and social media is a catch-22, it could either make you or break you. And I feel like a lot of people are broken. I feel like a lot of people put on a mask and put on a facade just to feel seen, to feel important, to feel relevant, to feel like they matter. But when they log off or they turn in for the night and go to bed, they probably lay awake at night thinking I'm not as good as I present myself to be. I don't feel like I matter. I don't feel authentic. You know, when we look at social media, we see people who are, I don't know, major influencers or, you know, they might have a million subscribers or followers and, you know, they're getting all these opportunities and their life looks amazing. And then we look at our life, you're like, damn, I wish I could be at that level. I desire to be at that level. But you could be dealing with life. You could be dealing with 
a failing marriage. You could be dealing with, you know, being a single parent. You could be dealing with the exhausting nine to five. You could be dealing with family issues. You could be dealing with, you know, so many things that life throws at us. You could be dealing with low finances and having to work, having to put your dream and your life, your desires aside in order to survive. I feel like we've been taught to live in survival mode for so long that we forgot what it's like to truly live. And for myself, I've been doing music almost half my life, half my life. For 19 years, I've been doing music. And, you know, I have my own recording studio and production company. I started it in, in 2012, right when I uh, graduated college. And here we are 11 years later, and I feel like I don't have shit to show for it. I feel like I haven't worked hard enough to be at a level that I desire to be at. And maybe I could have worked harder, but again, that imposter syndrome and family issues. I was going through a lot of family issues uh, during that time. And, you know, not being employed in the field that I thought I would be employed in after college, you know, and we can also talk about that. A lot of people are displaced after school. It's kind of like you have to fight or flight. And a lot of people have taken the flight road because there's nothing there to nourish or to feed that hunger. It's kind of just like you're you're in this world where you're doing something that you love every day. And then it's like you turn the tassel and it's just like, okay, back to real world. You got you to gotta figure it out. You got to figure out how to keep a roof over your head. You got to figure out how to provide for your family. You got to figure out how to pay your car note. You got to figure out how to focus on your health, whatever it is. No one tells you how to move forward in your passion. And it could be, you know, one could be thinking, well, no one should have to tell you how to continue on in your passion. If you're passionate about it, it'll always, uh uh-uh, that's not always true. Kobe Bryant didn't become who he is overnight it took years even when he was great he was still elevating his game from being drafted straight from high school into the leagues without going to college like he had to elevate himself same thing with LeBron James he had to elevate himself same thing with Steph Curry he had to elevate himself same thing with a million other celebrities like they didn't all start out great they had to elevate themselves and even when they're at the greatest they have off seasons They're not always at their greatest. Shit, even Michael Jordan has had (laughs) some turbulent times in his life where it may have caused him to focus on other things or he probably wasn't at his tip top and that probably bothered the shit out of him. But, you know, we all have our setbacks. We all have our shortcomings. But a lot of us don't know how to bounce back from that because we haven't been surrounded around people who are not in that position or have ever been in that position to help us grow from it, or they don't care. They're all about themselves. And I'll be honest, I experienced that, which has, for me, caused a little bit of abandonment issues, trust issues, mental issues, depression, thinking that I'm not as good as my peers. And I'm still trying to debunk that I'm still trying to shed that mindset but I'm gonna be honest it's hard it's really hard you know when you try to measure up yourself against the music that's out there this 
first of all, the industry is oversaturated with music and that will be another topic for another day. But when you feel like you don't have a dog in the fight because so many things are being glorified and you're just trying to be honest and pure and organic so that way your legacy can live beyond you. But there's no recognition for that. There's no desire to display that. This world is crying for help. It's crying for healthy shit. It's crying for guidance. But yet we still glorify people who are in toxic relationships. We glorify toxic TV shows where grown ass men and women are fighting like they're in high school. And it's hard when that's all you see every day and people are showing, oh, I'm more interested in the drama shit. I'm not about drama, okay? I can be petty, (laughs) not gonna lie, but I'm not about drama. I'm not about thriving off that shit because it doesn't have any longevity. It leads to an empty road. If you look at a lot of the celebrities that are out there now, some of them are on drugs and they look like they're on drugs. Some of them look perfectly healthy and fine and then the next thing you know, they've committed suicide. So clearly there is an epidemic that is going on in our society where the people that we look up to who we aspire to be, they're going through their own mental shit. We've lost way too many people due to mental health and suicide. Robin Williams, one of the most decorated actors of our time, always smiling, always smiling, always making people laugh and feel good and feel triumphant and playing serious roles like he was a well-decorated actor, but we still lost him to suicide. We never know what people are going through. And sometimes the people that we have around us, and I'm not saying for me, cause I have some amazing people around me. Sometimes when we look up to people like that, they don't have people around them to tell them that it's okay. They don't have people around them that let them cry and vent and express what they're going through. A lot of these celebrities have to stay on go mode. They have to look and smile for the camera. I've gotten to a point where I can look at somebody's face and tell when they're full of shit, when they're smiling. It it takes them that much energy just to smile. And I, I can resonate with that. I can resonate what it's like to having to put on a face in order to survive and make it through the day. But let me be real, that shit gets exhausting after a while. I was just talking to my best friend, Hazel, and I was sobbing on the phone because this depression that I have in my career is heavy and I didn't realize how heavy it was and it's actually been affecting my performance it's been affecting my creativity it's been affecting my desire because I feel like I'm so far removed from the very thing that gives me life and that I love that I don't know how to get back to it I actually created a song with my friends and it's called Conflicted and it is literally a song about my relationship with music my relationship with my passion it's like a relationship everything starts out beautiful it's wonderful 
I'm into it. I'm making beautiful art every day. I'm getting anxious to to write and get on the mic and but over time there's outside influences and factors that have affected my relationship with music. And it's like a struggle like I'm trying to find that spark again in that. But when for so long you've been feeling like you're inadequate or that you're an, an imposter or your shit's not as good as everybody else and you feel like a fake or a fraud and you can't even accept when somebody says, yo, you're dope as fuck. You, in your mind, you'd be like, yo, you're full of shit. What's dope about what I'm doing? Are you slapping my shit in the car? Is it that dope to you? Are you playing it on replay? Because if you're not playing it on replay, then it ain't that. It must not be that dope. You ain't sharing my shit. So it must not be that dope. And those are the things I tell myself. Those are the things I say to myself in silence while wearing a smile and saying thank you. Knowing that I'm not even able to receive love. And it, There's definitely a blockage there that I'm trying to alleviate. But I'm not the only one who struggles with this. You know, authors struggle with it. Painters struggle with it. Actors struggle with it. We've seen actors who were the shit back in the 90s. And now you're like, what happened to so-and-so? Blah, blah, blah. And they're still trying to find a gig after 10 years. We've seen comeback kids. Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser. We saw him... (laughs) Uh, the mummy, the mummy returns, the the scorpion king. We've seen him in hell of shit. And then all of a sudden, where's Brendan Fraser? And then we see him pop up on social media and he's overweight and, you know, he doesn't look like himself or how he used to. And he was very open about his mental health. He was very open about his struggles. And, you know, the whole world laughed at him. But look, he ended up winning an Oscar. So shout out to Brendan Fraser. The guy who used to play on a different world. Somebody tried to humiliate him because he was working at a Trader Joe's. Guess what? Tyler Perry called that man up and was like, quit your job. And now he's making more money than he probably ever had as an actor. And is still getting paid. And is still getting work. Sometimes the very people that praise us can be the very people that condemn us. That shame us. So as I move forward with this podcast, this podcast is for the ones who struggle with who they are and their passion and just trying to find that spark. Know that you're not alone. Know that I'm right there with you. And I hope on this journey, we can all find what that is and heal from it because I don't want anybody else to have a dream deferred or to lose out on a life they could have had had they stuck with it due to mental health, due to depression, due to lack of belief, self-confidence. I'm working on that shit every single day. Every day I work on that. And I feel like I'm making somewhat of a breakthrough, but I also had to be honest with myself and be vulnerable about it. I haven't really been doing music. I've been doing it here and there, but even when it comes to my production company, I'm not as consistent in it as I need to be and I want to be. Overthinking is a a killer of dreams. I don't know if any of you have seen that movie Soul, but that's one of my favorite movies to watch because I resonated so much with the main character. And even the little sidekick he had throughout the movie, I really felt 
and resonated with both of them. And it's crazy because sometimes we just have to pause and realize how great life is and how wonderful we are and how lucky we are that we're even alive. <laughs> okay, if you knew what it took, the chances of you actually being born, you would be a little bit more gracious to yourself and thankful that you are here. If you're listening to this right now, we literally just had three years of a pandemic where millions of people have died, but yet you're alive to hear me speak. Give yourself a pat on the back. You made it, you survived. But also take it a little bit further than that. Practice that every day. Practice it every day. Whether you have to stand outside in the rain and make a thousand shots before you go to bed or come inside for dinner, like take those thousand shots. It's gonna hurt like a motherfucker. Your arm might be sore. It might be dead the next day, but you did the work. You're a step closer to becoming the best shooter in the world. You know, if you have to stay up and write every word in the dictionary just to build up your vocabulary whenever you're writing a script or you're writing a song or you're writing an article in a newspaper, do what you gotta do. And as I'm saying this, I'm talking to myself because I realize I need to be present with myself. I need to be a little bit kinder to myself. And I also need to still be honest with myself. You know, there's times where I'll say, you know what, I need. I, I know I need to go to my studio. I know I need to work on something. I know I need to at least try. But then that imposter syndrome comes in, that depression comes in, that fear comes in to perform. I have a whole ass studio. I'm recording this podcast from my studio. And I feel like I've let so much time go by letting my machines collect dust because I don't know what to write. I don't know what to perform. I feel stuck. But I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm not saying any of this to use it as an excuse. I'm saying it because I'm being real. It's a true blockage of mine. I'm trying to get over my abandonment issues. I'm trying to get over my self-hate, you know? I'm trying to break past a lot of shit even when it comes to this podcast. And i that's one of the whole reasons why I redirected my conversations moving forward because I felt like I was struggling for things to talk about, even though the, the shit that I was talking about was for real. It's like, okay, what you're saying is cool, but what about you, Kiki? What have you truly gone through? You can speak on other people's life, that's cool, but let people learn about you and you be authentic in that so they can truly resonate with how you feel. And that's why I made this episode today. And it's going to be, you know, the episodes moving forward. No, I'm not going to talk about the same thing every day, of course, but I know there are people out there that feel like how I feel. I know there's a million other creators out there that are struggling. I know there's a million plus creators that have ever graced this earth and half of them are probably dead and gone and their dream has never been fulfilled. I want there to be less graves with dead dreams that never got to see the light of day. I want there to be less of that because believe it or not, what you probably have can truly, truly save the world, can truly, truly make this world a better place, that can make people better, that can save our heroes that we look up to. Our heroes need saving sometimes too. I know you've seen Batman get his ass kicked. I know you've seen Superman get his ass kicked. I haven't watched the Avengers Endgame because 
I, be, I have the attention span of a squirrel, but we all know what happens to our beloved heroes. Sometimes we need to help save those who save us from our own reality, from our own depression and self-destruction. Not every smile is happy. Not every muscle is strong. Sometimes that's just a really tough-ass wall. Well, we're going on 30 minutes with this, but I really appreciate you guys if you made it this far into the episode. I really felt like it was my duty to, to be real and cut through the fluff. No more mask after tonight. And pray for me. Pray for me that I really defeat my own thoughts. Really pray that I get it together. And I know I will. I have faith that I will. But sometimes you got to read the book beyond the cover to really understand the story. So pray for me, please. And, and pray for those around you who you know may be struggling with this. And pray for yourself. I'll be praying for you, too. I'll be sending well wishes and, and good vibes to you, too, because I know what it's like. It's, this shit is hard, especially with everything going on, with the economy and health and motherfuckers dying every day young ages and the filth that we see on social media that is programming us to emulate or try to achieve like that ain't me and it ain't you either so snap the fuck out of it all right i love y'all that's my time make sure you guys like comment subscribe and share this channel i love y'all and with that being said if you know me you know what i'm finna say all right always remember to stay blessed stay black and stay love i love y'all peace out